Anyone who listens to this podcast knows how much you don't like snakes, right? Oh, yeah, right. Do they know what my least favorite creepy crawly is? Uh, maybe not. Oh, they're going to find out today. All right. Well, we both find it hard to tolerate bad misspellings, right? Oh, yes. Well, one school really let us down. We'll show you. Okay. And an Uber driver in St. Pete might be considering a change of career. We'll talk about that. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls. Step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those, don't we, Kirsten? We do. Ripped from the headlines. From the headlines. Absolutely. And our first one comes to us from the Daily Mail. Ooh. You know that people are moving to Florida in droves, right? Right. Well, if you're looking for a way to get them to go back home... I may have the solution for you. That's because scientists have found a new species of spider in Miami. And it's kind of scary. A zookeeper on the grounds of Zoo Miami found the Pine Rockland trapdoor spider, which looks like a shiny black tarantula and has venom that produces some pretty painful stings. The spider was first discovered several years ago, but has just now been identified as a brand new species, special just to us in Florida. Trapdoor spiders, if you don't know, live in burrows underground that have little doors on them and ambush their prey as they walk by. Uh, Oh, yeah. And also, they can live for decades. Why does it always have to be about spiders? (laughs) At least it's not snakes, right? Uh, Well, they might be worse than snakes. Well, I... I think they are. I I do not do well with spiders. I I mean... I'm cool with spiders when they're outside. Sure. If they're out in their environment, I'm cool with the spiders, um, as long as their web isn't at hair level. Oh, no. I know. It's like, as soon as I walk into a web, like my face gets in, I'm like, (laughs) I start spitting and spazzing out and everything because I'm like, oh, oh, there's probably a spider on me. And you have a lot of open orifices on your face. Yeah. You don't need it. You don't need them getting into anything. You don't don't need a spider in any orifice. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... (laughs) I mean, I don't know which is worse, spiders, snakes. I mean, maybe it's about the number of legs, right? Oh, yeah. I I, I <laughs> definitely believe like two mm, two legs I'm okay with, yeah. but to be honest, most humans kind of suck. <laughs> uh, four legs, awesome. Uh-huh. Six legs, ooh, I might not be Starting so cool with you. Eight me. legs, definitely no. Right. So. But- you don't have a problem with middle millipedes, though, right? Oh, millipedes are... It, there's like an economy of scale oh. kind of thing going on, a bell curve. Right, right, I don't right, know. right. It's been a few years since I took economics. Seriously, though, I'm starting to believe that they're actually engineering these spiders. <laughs> it's bad enough that they can live for decades, yeah. but now they're sneak attacking us? Yeah, decades. The thought of a spider that outlives the family dog. Ugh. That's... That's like kind of terrifying. No, right? no. no. I don't <laughs> want anything to do with them. Speaking of engineering, you know that like the state of Florida just released like half a billion genetically modified mosquitoes into the environment, right? Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. What's What's the purpose of that? I uh, I uh? Uh, that that is the audible shrug. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. Maybe, maybe these spiders were created in a lab, Ooh. and that's why you could only find them. And how about the fact that they're at the zoo? I mean, yeah. they're at an appropriate place, at least. Right. DeSantis! <laughs> Releasing radioactive spiders, radioactive mosquitoes. What's going on around here? So um, the male of this spider species, yes. they say, is about the size of a quarter. Oh, little guy. So, yeah, not like, I mean, that's a good size spider, but not yeah. like super not terrifying yeah. tarantula size. Ugh, hairy. They have yet to find a female mm. um, pine rockland trapdoor spider. What does that mean? Um, well, they estimate that the females are two to three times larger than the males. Uh, of course. So they that are. does definitely get into yeah. uh, scary effing spider territory. And they territory. probably eat their, the males. And, they do. Yeah. How did you know? It's just the way everything works, right? <laughs> the females always eat the males. Um, just saying. So, trapdoor spiders, I mean, okay, terrified of spiders, yeah. me. Yes. Trapdoor spiders, kind of cool. Kind yeah. of, kind of mortifying. They, they are like very MacGyverish, right? Yeah. So I, I've been fascinated by them since I was a kid because I saw, I don't know what it was, probably Wild Kingdom with mm-hmm. Marlon Perkins. Yeah. You know, Jim went and wrestled the alligator while Marlon <laughs> poked around in a spidey hole. Sure. But um, yeah. So they they dig a burrow uh-huh. and then they get like dirt and their webs and they use their webs to create like a little lid for their hole, a trap okay. door. Okay. And they even can create a hinge using their webbing. It's like a, yeah, like the trap. Like a trap door. Yeah, right. And then when some unsuspecting critter walks by, yeah. the door swings open, the spider jumps out, grabs it, pulls it into the burrow and, and does all sorts of... Does like a, here's Johnny, and then he just takes, <laughs> takes, the, uh, takes the unsuspecting critter and... Ugh, and wow. does does what it does, yeah. Trapdoors. Hinges though. Yeah. I mean, this is evolved stuff. Yeah. So we know that these spiders, you know, they were found in Miami. I would have thought that a spider born in Miami would just have a drug problem and maybe party way too much. Oh. Yeah. Or have like a boat. Oh yeah. And wear a lot of teal. Be and like a concert pink. promoter. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, gold chains. Right, yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing but flyers, he's a DJ, yeah. Uh, Miami uh, Spiders, yeah. lots of house music. Super douchey, yeah. <laughs> what do I know? What, I, I don't know enough about the spider yet to say that maybe you're wrong. <laughs> okay, that's good. There's always a possibility. Yeah, maybe he's wearing like a booty hat or something like that, yeah. I don't even know what that is, and I don't want to know. <laughs> All right, moving on from MSN.com. 37-year-old Keith Adams was the passenger in a car that Pinellas County Sheriff's deputies pulled over recently. And when police discovered he was sitting on a crack pipe, they placed him under arrest for cocaine possession. Sitting on a crack pipe. (laughs) Adams, by the way, has a prosthetic leg. And deputies thought there might be something just a little bit suspicious about it. So they asked him if he had any contraband stashed in the prosthetic. And he said no. Oh. 
Well, when they took him to the Pinellas County Jail, officers, of course, searched the leg, and that's where they reportedly found a gram of fentanyl as well as some Xanax pills. Yeah. Oh, so nice. now, yeah, so now Adams is facing three additional charges for bringing illegal substances into the jail and apparently already had a couple other narcotics cases pending already. I mean, if you're going to have a hidey hole on your body, there's a chance you're probably going to use it, right? <laughs> I mean, hidey holes, we already talked about spiders getting into orifices. Right. Is. We know what a prison wallet is. Yes, this we is do. Probably more comfortable than a prison wallet. Oh, right? oh, yeah. I would say quite a bit more, and probably a bit easier to like, you know, smuggle things in with, unless you're like an eagle-eyed deputy in this case. I don't Not- know how eagle-eyed they had to be. Yeah, he probably rattled when he walked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing so. And not many people are going to bug you about your prosthetic leg unless you're under suspicion for something. Right, unless you were already found sitting on a crack pipe. Right, yeah. So apparently this happens all the time. Really? So I started looking up because I was trying to find the story again, so I googled prosthetic leg drugs Mm. and a treasure trove of stories about people hiding prosthetics or hiding drugs in prosthetics. The things you can Google. Yeah. So uh, cases in Virginia, Louisiana, of course, various cases in Florida, even in Australia. Hey, good Um, day. Yeah. So the two best I found um keith adams still i like like he's a novice yeah. really when it comes to this one of them was a prison guard in oklahoma who uh. had a prosthetic leg who was using it to smuggle items in and out of the prison yeah there you go uh the other was a man who three four years ago in marion county florida he was actually from alabama um, and was found with a syringe in stashed Ooh. inside his prosthetic leg. Okay. And when officers asked him, hey, what you doing with the syringe, buddy? <laughs> uh, his response was he used it to inject chickens with vitamins. Sounds like a plausible story. Right. And and just apparently... How, why would anybody make that up? <laughs> and why would you hide it in your prosthetic yeah. leg? I mean, if you yeah. were a professional chicken uh, vitamin injector... Vitamin injector, yeah. You're definitely not... You're going to wear it like a holster. Yeah. So yeah. so uh, so they tested that syringe and found it tested positive for heroin. And, and his response, which was great, was, listen, I use meth and morphine. I don't touch heroin. That ain't mine. Yeah, that's that's way out of my <laughs> league. I'm a I'm more of a methy kind of guy. I'm kind of earthy, you know, in that way. Right. Yeah. Keith Ad- Keith yeah. Adams has nothing on some of these guys. I keep it synthetic around here. I think the moral to the story, though, is a lot more criminals are walking around on prosthetic legs than you might initially think. Yeah. I mean, who knew? Right. Or or maybe they just get caught more easily because they have a you know distinguishing feature. Yeah. It's probably. I mean, it is. You're gonna stick out a little bit, you know, especially if you're wearing shorts and it's a little bit more obvious that you're. <laughs> wearing it uh i just think it's funny that this whole thing started with the guy sitting on a crack pipe yeah i mean if you needed a reason why crack was so bad this is it it's those damn crack pipes that are always getting in the way laying around in your car all the time and just you know rising suspicion yeah you gotta get rid of the crack pipes or maybe hide those first yeah well i mean he sat on it that's kind of hiding yeah. it yeah which do you think is more is uh, more telling in a car, a syringe or a crack pipe? Ooh, tough call. I mean, syringe, you could just be diabetic, right? Right, exactly. Crack pipe, you, make, I can't... Make sure the crack pipe is in your prosthetic limb. 
Yeah, you've you've got a point there. Now this guy just had pills and fentanyl. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have a syringe. Right. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you've heard the expression someone has a hollow leg. Yes. Right? Like yeah. they can they can drink so much they, they can must handle just, their liquor. They must just yeah, they're, have they're, a they're obviously putting it somewhere, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. This this takes that expression to a whole new level. Oh right? yeah. Definitely. Definitely so. Uh, I'm curious though. So they when they pulled the car over, Keith, the guy with the prosthetic leg, he was the passenger. Yeah, who's the driver? So what's the driver doing? What are they up getting, to? Getting Keith in trouble? I mean, he's just the you know innocent passenger who happens to have a prosthetic leg filled with like drugs. drugs. <laughs> I mean, but why are you getting pulled over in the first place? Come on, dude. Yeah, he's just hanging out with the wrong crowd. That's all yeah. there is to it. Yeah. So we used to have a coworker who had a prosthetic leg. I remember that. Yeah, Chuck. It's been a long time. Yes. I mean, it's been like 20 years since we worked there, but we used to work at a TV station <laughs> yeah. in Georgia. And our midday anchor, so the guy that anchored like the noon... He might have anchored some of the morning shows, but he anchored the noon, definitely. Yeah, he was like the main noon guy, right. And um, he had a prosthetic leg. He'd been on the station for a long, long time. He'd been there forever. Yeah. And, you know, you never would have known. Yeah. I mean, he, Sweet, he, sweet guy. Great guy. Yeah. Fantastic sense of humor. A little bit morbid. Yeah. Which, you know, I appreciate right. a good morbid But sense what a great humor. anchor. Perfect for the day shift. So when new reporters would be yeah. on set to do a story, <laughs> yep. like... During a weather segment or sometime when Chuck wasn't on camera, sure, he would just casually slip off his leg and plop it on the middle of the news desk. It's like, what do you think of them apples? <laughs> yeah, because it's all about trying to get a rise out of you know somebody that's brand it's new. It's like hazing the rookies. Yeah, because you got to stay quiet. You can't really be making too much noise. And you're probably going to do something if somebody all of a sudden just takes their foot off and just puts it up on the te- desk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a lot of good response. On yeah. that one, absolutely. Oh, I miss that guy. I I don't think he was hiding anything in his prosthetic leg, except maybe a spare pen and some reading glasses. Oh yes, as all good journalists always do. <laughs> well, our third story comes to us from ClickOrlando.com, and you know, being an Uber driver can't be an easy job. Oh right? no, 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 no. Being a Florida Uber driver adds an additional degree of difficulty, yeah. like like yeah. most things in Florida. Yep. Well, last week, 55-year-old Michelle Stillwell of St. Pete was a passenger in an Uber in the middle of the afternoon on Saturday when she reportedly lunged from the back seat and attacked her driver, first choking him while he drove, then biting the back of his neck hard enough to draw blood. What? When the driver tried to call 911, she slapped the phone out of his <laughs> hand and then continued to claw, scratch, bite, and choke the driver. Oh, my goodness. He managed to pull over, and witnesses saw what was happening, thankfully. Um, they pulled her off of the driver until the Jeez. cops arrived. Stillwell is facing charges of battery and tampering with a witness. I mean... I'm sure that there's a good excuse here. She probably just wasn't happy with the route that the driver was taking. But all of this seems a bit excessive, right? Why would you take this road? The yes. Grand Prix going on. You need to go around the other way. I'm just um, going to start biting and scratching you yeah, uncontrollably. Absolutely. I mean, with a cab driver, you know, 
they might take you the wrong route to tack on a few more tons sure. of mile. Yeah. With an Uber driver, you've already paid in advance. Come on. So I don't, I don't think that was it, yeah. but you what never is, know. What is the deal? You know, I've been watching a lot of serial killer shows. Ah. Surprise, surprise. Shocker. You know, maybe she, she thought she was being kidnapped. Yes. Maybe, maybe he said, hey, I'm yeah. going to take you to my cabin in the middle of the woods Ooh. or take you to an airport in the middle of nowhere and fly you to that the Alaska bush. That your share look, would look good on me. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. You never know. Maybe, maybe this was a fight or flight kind of thing, yeah. like you we said. We don't know what happened to cause all of this, that's, that's for sure. But it does seem like with Uber, sometimes with Lyft, lots of deeply violent passengers yeah just attacking the drivers like what is happening to provoke this while he's driving yes that's not safe you're put their your their your life is in you're putting your own life in danger by doing that yeah i i mean i remember when i was a kid like if i touched my mother while she was driving and i mean Barely grazed her while she was driving. Yeah, yeah. She would freak out. She'd be oh. like, never touch the driver while they're driving. Don't do it. Let alone bite, scratch, draw blood. Yeah. You know, if if it hadn't been in the middle of the day, I'd be like, well, maybe she was a, a vampire or a <laughs> werewolf. Yeah. But- maybe they're trying to give the Uber driver an interesting story. Well, I think he definitely has an interesting story. I'd be yeah. retiring pretty soon if I were him. Maybe Maybe doing some, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, grocery shopping for people instead, or yeah. something. So, one last question about this story before yeah. we move on: is How many how many stars do you dock a person <laughs> for a biting assault on them? Is it is that is that like good for two or three stars? Like off? I mean, right? uh, you break the skin, you're gonna get two stars. Did she tip? I hope so. That's the only way you're gonna get that. I mean, if she breaks the up. skin but gives like a thirty dollar tip, yeah, you know, oh, maybe. Boy. Maybe that bumps you back up a star rating. Yeah, I, I know that if I'm an Uber driver and if I see that on their passenger profile, I'm probably going to skip ahead and go to the next person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's probably a good idea. But yeah. hey, how about these eyewitnesses like pulling her off of the dude? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Again, I've been watching a lot of serial killer shows. And like I just, Uber Justice. Right, right. I just watched the um, Richard Ramirez, the, yes. uh, oh, the yes. Night Stalker. You were telling me in about Los this. Angeles. I had no idea this is how he got caught. Yeah, he got caught by bystanders. Like the, the cops figured out who it was, his fingerprints or something. I don't know. They figured out who the guy was. And this crowd of people recognized him. Like he gets off of a yeah. train, sees his picture on the front of the newspaper that right. says, look out for this guy, right. starts running, tries to hijack somebody or carjack somebody's Mustang yeah. in East L.A. Bad idea. Bad idea. And the crowd starts beating him. Yeah. And the cops actually kind of had to rescue him from the bystanders. Sure. I feel like this is a miniature version <laughs> of what happened there. I mean, yeah. this woman's not a serial killer. Right. She's obviously, you know, doing some damage here. Yeah. But the bystanders pull her right off and wait for the cops to show up. I think they're fantastic. Well, they've certainly heard from the same, you know, just just like what your mother has always said, you don't bother the driver. If somebody's biting the driver on the back of the neck, everybody's going to jump in and try to help. So part of the story that really wasn't covered, mm. she's facing charges of battery, which totally makes sense. Yeah. Facing charges of tampering with a witness. What? Like, did she try and pay one of them off? What What happened there? Like, she's like, look, 
Yes, there was some biting. <laughs> it really, was all a misunderstanding. It was, it was all a misunderstanding. It was just playful. Let it me was, just give you fifty dollars. We can forget all about yeah. this. I don't know. Yeah, that has to be what it is. But who knows? Yeah, uh, the, these are the things that I wish these stories would detail more. Yeah, I'm just glad that I'm not Ubering as much as I used to because. I mean, I th- I like to think that I would be a great passenger. Should get five stars because I'm just not going to bite you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to. I'm going to leave my you. teeth to myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, our last story comes to us from ClickOrlando.com. Ah. We have all driven through a school zone before and seen the giant lettering on the road. Oh yeah. And what does it say, Corey? It usually says school. Yes. Right? Not so much in Doral, Florida. Uh Uh-oh. If you were cruising through the intersection of Golfway Boulevard and Woodbury Road last week, (laughs) you'd have seen a freshly painted intersection that says Scohall. Scohall. S-C-O-H-O-L. Look out for all them Scohall kids. Of course, the Scohall crossing immediately went viral on social media. The city said that it was an honest mistake and it was committed by a contractor, not by a city or a school district employee. Important distinction. Yes. By the way, it was corrected very quickly within a few days. Now, I know I'm pretending like I haven't heard this story, but I'm the one that posted it and I could not have posted this thing fast enough. (laughs) Because you know that we both go crazy when we see misspellings out in public, don't we? I mean, our friend Kirsten here has created a whole superhero persona all built around it. You have to tell everybody about it's that. It's my secret identity, Corey. Oh, uh, we, we could just edit this part out. We'll, we'll yeah. edit it out in post. Yeah. Right. Nobody knows who the Crimson Quill really is. That's right. right. The Crimson Quill uh, saving the word one Red pen at a time, yeah. something along those yes, lines. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I um I have been known to carry a red pen in my purse. This is true. I have been known to occasionally correct a grammatical error that I might see on right. a menu at a restaurant of or course. a sign. Um listen, I'm not destroying You're nice just property. doing the world a service. I am doing a service. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm not I'm not like desecrating nice property like i'm no. not spray painting signs you would have had no. to spray paint Scohall to fix it right you know i'm not doing that in some cases though these misspellings are so Ugh. abhorrent that it, a, a little spray paint may not be the worst thing i you know it's the worst i'm i and any of you who know me know that I am the least anal retentive person on the planet. Like if you <laughs> right. see my car, it looks like it looks like a homeless encampment. Like it looks like I live in my car. There's junk in it's, it all it's over the place. It's always good to have some extra stuff around just in case. Our you know, house you get is a disaster. Like I am the biggest <laughs> slob you will ever meet in your life. <laughs> but my God, when it comes to spelling, you and better have and the all your little word, ducks in a row, right? I am the most type A person you will ever meet in your life. Yep. Like my coworkers will send me stuff to proofread and I feel bad sometimes because I'm like, ah, I would just change this one little thing here and this one little mm-hmm. thing here. I mean, it's not even typos with yeah. them because, you know, they're all professionals. Right. But oh my God, I feel bad, but yeah. I can't stop doing it. It's a compulsion. Yeah. It, you're like I said, you're doing the world a service. People need to know these things. Communication is important. I'm not that far off of. That's probably the reason why we're together. <laughs> uh, I I'm not completely you know different from you. 
my my bailiwick seems to always be that I'm always trying to change uh, when people use possessives wrong. Uh, yeah, maybe probably my worst pet peeve is right. possessives versus plurals. Maybe it's because I have an apostrophe in my name. Ironically, not a big fan of the apostrophe in my name, but I'm a huge fan of apostrophes when they're used correctly. Yes. Yes. You know, when I, I mean, I know you know this. When I got my MBA, mm. I had to file a special graduation um, application. Yeah. I couldn't fill out the online graduation application because it wouldn't allow me to put an apostrophe in my name. Oh. It wouldn't allow any special characters. So if you had like a Latino last name, like right. Nunez or Vina or something like that, right. you wouldn't be able to have the tilde. You wouldn't be able to have an yeah. accent mark, you know? So uh, honestly, that's discriminatory. It is very discriminatory against mm-hmm. the Latinos and the Irish. Right. And I'm not even Irish right. or Latino. You're Irish, still very you're Irish by marriage. That's right. Right. So yeah, big fan of apostrophes when used correctly. Get mm-hmm. very frustrated when I cannot use the apostrophe in my name. Yeah. Well, you know, I like having a special character. Right. I, I I guess I need to look at it more in that from that light. But man, I hope the first person that pointed this out was a child. Scohal. Yeah. Because then I hope that they got extra credit. For pointing out that whole tra- travesty. Well, they should. Right. Absolutely get yes. extra credit on that. Right. And, I, and I will say, like, this is a typo. I, I feel confident in saying, yes. not a typo because they weren't typing. Yes. I feel confident in saying that the person who did this, it was probably more lack of attention to mm-hmm. detail and yeah. a mistake than actually thinking that school was spelled S-C-O-H-O-L, right? Right. Yeah. I agree with you completely. I really feel like this is the kind of thing when you're when you're using a stencil and you're doing it one stencil each or whatever, and it just is you put an O down and it's you're you're like oh, I should have used that H already. Well, there's the H right there. I'll just put it in right here. And, and you look oh, at it and you're no, like, I've something used... looks wrong. I should have put those two O's together, shouldn't I? You know mm. what this reminds me of? Yeah. Um, I think it was a Snickers commercial yeah. that took place at Arrowhead Stadium, right, right, home right. of your favorite football team, the My Kansas favorite. City Chiefs. That's right. And the- I was a big fan of this one because I, we thought it was great that he had done such a great job the with the end zone. Absolutely but painting the, the beautiful end zone. Who are the chefs? Yeah, the Kansas City chefs. Oh. And see, again, very easy to leave out the eye. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll cut you some slack on a typo. Yes. I'm not going to cut you some slack on not knowing the difference between there, there, and there, Mm -hmm. or two, two, and two. Yeah. Okay? These are easy concepts, folks. Just, (laughs) you know, just take a couple of extra seconds and figure it out. I'm a snob. I'm an elitist. That's all I can say. (laughs) There you go. So what did we learn this week, Corey? I learned that the biggest thing to fear about spiders is that there are still new types of them being discovered every day. In Florida, even. In Florida. Uh, I learned that if orange is the new black, then prosthetic legs are the new prison wallet. Oh. I also learned that no amount of money or star ratings is enough to make me want to be an Uber driver in Florida. And I learned that like so many other fairly mundane things, spelling just seems to be a little bit more difficult in Florida. Yes. 
Yes, it is. Well, those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. As mm. always, you can find a whole lot of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages. That's right. That's at FLA Freak Show. And while you're on those socials, remember to follow us, like us, and share us. Say it with me, at FLA, FLA Freak, Freak Show. Show. Plus, if you see a Florida story we missed, please share it with us. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And I just have to do one quick shout out. Sure. Because this last week, Hmm? we were winners of a Flamingo Award. We did. We won a Flamingo Award, which is a big time Florida thing. I mean, uh, Southwest Florida. Hey, we're making it a big time thing. Florida Weekly Newspaper said that we are the best podcast to learn about Florida's zaniness or something like that. Yes. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. I'll take it. Thank you, Florida Weekly. And Sheldon. Thank you, Sheldon. Who probably is the person who was Probably being the one that. behind so that. So thank yes. you, Sheldon. Right. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye. Yeah,